All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of a hundred books a year with Kevin. Today, this is probably one of the last uh, episode that we're gonna do on、uh, deep dive into、uh, Netflix culture. And today, I want to talk about the keepers test, right?、Uh, from my perspective,、um, if you are thinking about the idea of high talent density, right? We talk about this from before, then. You have to be involved with the HR decision, right? So in a sense, letting people go or thinking about how to let people go or what is the best way to do it becomes a hot topic, right? I think Netflix has been criticized for over years over this issue where、uh, they can be seen cruel, right, or 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 unreasonable to do that, and then this is kind of like the back and forth between the CEO Reed Hastings and Aaron Myers. About this type of scenario, I want to break it down for you guys, right? So, keepers test, very very simple, right? Should we keep him or keep her as our employee, right? Should we、uh, let them go or should we give them a big、uh, severance package, right? And we 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 go from there. So, there are actually three to four different criteria. First of all, let's say、uh, Bob, right? Is Bob a stunning employee? Yes or no, right? Second question. Do you believe that he has good judgment? Yes or no. Number three. Do you think that Bob has the ability to make positive impacts? Yes or no. Is Bob good enough to be on your team? Yes or no. Right. So it's very simple, like a true false,、uh, true false type of questions. And then if you even got one no, then we should get rid of Bob. Right. And then Netflix trying to do this on every single managerial spot. And they encourage their employees, their managers, their team leaders to run the keepers test as often as as possible. So, the big idea is this, right? So let's say Bob quits tomorrow. Would you try to change your mind, or would you be happy that Bob quits, right? So would you accept the resignation with a little relief or a little happy, or you're really sad that you couldn't change your mind, right? So if you want to fight for Bob, like if you want to, let's say you know they're leaving Netflix. Netflix is known for giving them three to four months of pay, or if your manager seven to nine months of pay, when somebody leaves the position at Netflix because they want them to, um, at least to have some kind of a safety net after that, right? So would you fight for somebody, and do you have somebody that you're fighting to keep? So the goal here is to really remove shame from anyone that got let go from Netflix, and an example of that would be,、um, since making the team right, getting hired by Netflix is so hard. Just getting there is a is a treat, right? That's kind of like the culture right there. So, in a sense, right, there are some criticism about this. So first of all, is that. You know,、uh, they're asking Reed, right? So Reed, you're a billionaire, right? You already make money. You 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 are financially set for now, and other people, their livelihood might be, you know, tied to this job. Like, how can you, how can you let them go? How do you deal with the consequences, right? So, here is what Reed said: is that we prefer to have the highest.、Uh, Talent density right now, and they got paid at the top of their market rate, even more than that, right? So they got paid really well, 
as long as they're the best player in that spot, in a certain spot, then they're good, right? They are, they are, they have job security. And they agreed to our high talent density approach before they sign up. So what that means is they, is they know how are they going to perform, what is the expectation. And every single time that we let go of an employee, we usually have detailed notes, months and months. Uh, I think they have a plan called a, called a, a decision plan or action plan or, or something where it's in writing with the date being on there. And they're working week after week with the same issue where the person knows the issue, they wouldn't improve, then they let them go, right? So that's for uh, legal reasons, for people not to sue Netflix. So they agree to our high talent density approach. They want, they, they want to be a part of it, they shouldn't complain. And since we offer them a big, you know, a bye-bye package, I call them a bye-bye package because uh, severance is actually hard to pronounce, but let's say bye-bye package, right? For normal employee, four months of salary. For, nine, uh, for a VP level, nine months of salary. So the plan is to really have a performance improvement plan. So if you have a month of coaching, you know, more than four to six times of coaching, if you still haven't succeeded at your current goal, and we have an employee expectation, say, hey, we should be parting away right here. And hey, uh, that will save Netflix from getting sued by the uh, letting go of the em employees, right? So in a sense, it's really an issue where one party knows what's going on and then the other party are reinforcing the rules. And I think they are pretty reasonable in a sense that uh, they are having the action plan, the improvement plan. If you haven't uh, make it better or succeed at it for like over a month or a month and a half, whatever the case might be, then it's a common decision where we can see, okay, that's probably because they are not willing to or they have some attitude issues, right? Now, the second criticism is that uh, inciting internal competition, right? Because they are fighting for that spot because it's very, very aware of the employee that they are doing the keeper test, right? They need to be that person that their boss is worth fighting for. For example, right, back in the day, like early 2000, GE automatically fires their bottom 10% of the employee based on performance. So that leads to, uh, they, I don't think they do that right now, but that leads to, you know, uh, co-workers sacrificing each other and then, you know, trying to create problems for each other so that they can get ahead, right? So GE and Microsoft were doing that too, and then now they stop because it kind of brings down the collaboration, brings, brings, brings down the, the, the teamwork, Although the talent density might be going up, but that is a trade-off that Reed Hastings do not want to make, right? So in a sense that Netflix keepers test is encouraged for every single manager to ask about their team member, but it's not a quota. Like it's, it's not that we have to let go this many people every single week, or it's not a ranking system in a sense that they want the employees to be the competitor, to be competitive, to keep their spot by performing, by outperforming the expectation. So the goal is to increase the talent density alongside with strong collaboration, right? So in a sense that I truly believe that this is a very, very unique company in a sense that we, 
we sort of are designed to look at this stuff and then really, really think. I think the keyboard side is a good test. And, you know, me, I spent the last two years in the startup world and a lot of times like, re, re, like recruiting is your bloodline, right? If you don't recruit, then you are not going to, you are not going to have the freshest blood because turnover happens at Google turn turnover happens at Facebook they all have turnovers every single company is cannot fight against turnover but if you are you know uh recruiting people like if you are a good recruiter if you have a couple of good recruiters then what that happen is it's actually going to be more beneficial to have a few people that know what know what what they're doing and then con- continue to to give them some pressure, right? Like, you know, we'll talk about the upside of stress. So give them some pressure to make sure that they can perform, not overboard, but always, always ask the questions for the manager and for the employee, right? Is so-and-so, is Bob bringing enough value today? Or if I'm Bob, right, like, I might bring enough value to make me invaluable to the company. Am I the person that quits and then and then the boss will be like, oh yeah, no, trying, trying to talk me out of it. Right, I want to be the person that is invaluable to the company, right? So that's the keepers test. I think this should be the last one. Um, I do have something else prepared, but um, I'm just not sure if I want to present it or not tomorrow. But we'll 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 see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see about it tomorrow. But uh, for the time being, this is probably getting to the end of our uh, Netflix series. I really like this book. I feel like. Uh, first of all, right, uh, in this year's earning call, Netflix shares drops uh, in terms of stock price. And then uh, they are having plans to announce a co-CEO and then this book came out. So I truly believe that Reed Hastings is looking for an exit plan because no really other CEO would say, okay, uh, I want to stay with this company for 20 more years and here's my pay for my co-worker or for my right-hand man, right? They only are doing that where... Uh, Reed Hastings is thinking about exiting the Netflix. So um, it's really interesting to see him putting out this book. I think with this book, Reed Hastings can be seen as a elite. So Reed Hastings can be put into a group of elite management thinkers. And I think Netflix has a decent enough track record to be uh, considered a unicorn company, right? They have the shares they have the content they have the poll they have the power to say that and netflix is really truly impressive because they are actually changing the hollywood right now um it's very very few hollywood movie studios or agency that will not take any crap from let's say other agencies other big stars or um, politics or geographical geopolitical stuff and netflix can say no to all of that Right, so um, highly recommend it for everybody that are Netflix fan. Uh, I I do think that if you're a Netflix fan, you should read this. Um, I, <laughs> to be honest, I'm a fan of Netflix, but I haven't been like I haven't paid you know Netflix subscription for a longer time. Uh, my friend Summer and I should share an account, but you know anyway. Um, thank you for that, Summer. I know he listens uh, to the podcast, but I really feel like. Netflix is a good company, and then the management styles really can be applicable for every single person that are in the workforce right now, right? Like if you are leading, if you are leading a small team, 
if you are a professor choosing, uh, interviewing different grad students or you know lab assistant, this should be on your mind, right? The keeper says. I think they might sound cruel for some people, but hey, uh, competency kind of are not core, uh, directly related to performance. So sometimes a little, little pressure is good, right? So, okay, cool. Uh, this is Kevin signing off. Uh, if you like the podcast, give us five stars on whatever you're listening. Share it with your friends, friends of Netflix, people that are putting Netflix and chill in their bios <laughs> on their social medias. Uh, hopefully everybody can take away something from this series. Okay, guys. Bye.